What's up, creatives? This podcast is for you. We know all too well when you're just getting started, comparing yourself and doubting yourself is all too common. On the Just Getting Started podcast, we're bridging the gap between new and seasoned creatives. We do that by providing insight into each other's journeys, creative processes, resources, and more. We're all in this together and have more in common than you think. We thank you for tuning in because your ears could be occupied elsewhere. Hey guys, what's up? It's Alex. Uh, Joining me today is Nicole Smith. We are missing Miss Natasha this week, out sick, but she will be back to join us next week. Here is Nicole Smith. Thanks for coming. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're excited too. All right, guys. So Nicole is a fifth quarter graphic design student at the Atlanta campus for Miami Ad School. She completed her bachelor's of marketing degree at Auburn University in 2018 and began working for a marketing company in her hometown, Macon, Georgia. Just like for many, COVID 2020 made her question her future career. She started drawing and commissioning her work and realized she wanted to pursue marketing, but from the creative side, not the sales side of business. Nicole's cousin, Jan Begay, suggested pursuing Miami Ad School, where he had attended and completed his graphic design program. This journey brought Nicole to Miami Ad School and has started her creative career. All right, Nicole. Yes. So, Nicole, we already know a little bit about you and what you've been up to uh, these past few years, but what made you decide to pursue a creative career exactly in your words? So when I was little, I would always draw like I love drawing. I would actually sell like my art to my siblings and my parents. So both of my sisters, their walls were like covered with my art because they would buy it if I didn't tell on them for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I would sell for like a quarter, you know, like, yeah. um, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but, uh, so their walls were covered with my art and they would buy it from me. So I wouldn't tell on them, but I would still tell my mom anyway. So that was kind of like where I started with always drawing and playing around with stuff like that. But as I got older, I stopped drawing as much. And then I feel like for many people, like I said, in COVID 2020, as soon as quarantine started, me and my roommate, Madison, we went and got all these art supplies because we didn't know how long quarantine would be. Mm. And so I started painting stuff and drawing again and realized I still had like a bit of a talent for it. So that's when I started questioning like, oh, well, maybe I should go into graphic design. And um, that's where my cousin came into play because I spoke to him about it. And he told me about Portfolio Center and Miami Ad School. I spoke with him. He explained it. And I, as soon as I got off the phone with him, I knew that's like what I wanted to do. So I immediately got in touch with Miami Ad School and I spoke to an advisor mm-hmm. and it was just like all falling into place after that. So that's awesome. I'm actually personally curious about your interest in the business side. It makes sense because you sold your artwork to your siblings. <laughs> yeah. And so you went into marketing, but on the business side at first. And then you were like, what were, What happened? Were you just like looking at the graphic designer, like artistic people and being like, I, you know what? <laughs> I could do that. It was actually literally that. Like I really? was doing reception and sales. So I was working the front. Mm-hmm. Anyone who came in, I was helping them with 
We did um, screen printing, graphics, logos. They did radio, um, just all forms of marketing. And so I would always find myself in the graphic design department room talking to them, like looking at what they were doing, and I just loved it. So Mm -hmm. um, during COVID 2020, when I started drawing and stuff again, I had two people ask me to do a logo, and I was standing, or I had two people ask me to do a logo, and I was redrawing it out over and over again. I was like, there has to be an easier way to do this because I. I can't just keep showing them a new thing that I have to redraw all over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I was like, oh, well, graphic design, easily change it in the computer. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I... That's so cool. Uh, I was getting into art, you know. Okay, getting back into it. It was sparking your interest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So fifth quarter. Thinking back to when you first started or was going through that transition period is what I think we should call it. Um, what would you like people to know who are also just getting started? Okay. So I thought about this question a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so my two pieces of my two pieces of advice for people just getting started would be one to pursue things that you love. And uh, some people may argue that you should just love every project, like in full You just love every project, no matter what, which I'm not saying to turn down like opportunities or to not pursue things that you may not have an interest in. But Mm -hmm. something I was doing when I first started was I was trying to appease my teachers or my peers and thinking I needed to design something that they would love Mm -hmm. instead of pursuing projects that I would. Um, So that's a big piece of advice that I think. I wish I would have listened to like my first quarter because this is your time to experiment and you're in control of these projects, which you're not going to be in full control after school. And Mm -hmm. yeah, this is just your time to experiment. And then my other piece of advice would be to trust the journey because my best friend Morgan has always told me that she always like trust the process, trust, trust the journey it'll all come together. And it's true. Like I'll be so lost in the middle of a project and then it just all clicks. It might take hours, days, Mm -hmm. weeks, but it will click at some point. Mm -hmm. So girl, I've been there. It is so frustrating, but I love that. Those two pieces of advice are beautiful. Um, I love the stay true to yourself is sort of what I got from that. Yeah. But also like, you're right. This is time to experiment. And I think I probably could have used that advice at the beginning. And really, I had a hard time sticking to that because I've heard I heard something kind of similar to that. Do like what you want to do, because you're right. We won't get to do that outside of school. But I was just trying to figure out what was going to be the best for my book. And I do wish I feel like I missed some opportunities. Yeah, I feel like when you choose something you're so passionate about, it just shows in your work because Mm -hmm. I can put 10 weeks into something, into anything, and it can come out good or great. But if I'm truly like diving headfirst in because I love it so much, it's going to show your work. It will. And it does. I definitely. So before (laughs) we met, I went through your website, which I love the layout, by the way. And you guys will be able to find her website on our Instagram. But it is Nicole Smith Biz dot myportfolio.com. 
So check her out. But yeah, so you've got some really cool pieces on there. And now hearing from before that you were an artist or we all are artists, but that you like the fine arts and you love love to draw. Are most of those illustrations and artwork are that most of those yours? For which part? Like the- Well, on any of your work, do you do most of your own illustrations and artwork? It's a combination for like my design stuff. I'll some of it I have drawn. Like one of the projects I did was the haunted pop-up museum or one of the projects I did was a haunted pop-up mall for Hot Topic. I saw that. So like the so main fun. logo of it was the skull with a smiley face dripping over it. And I drew that and vectorized it. And mm-hmm. so it just depends on each project. Some I've like taken photography and then turned it into these like, I don't know, you know, whenever you go into Illustrator and you can like yeah. take a photo and break it down and mm-hmm. just elements of different pieces, I guess. In yeah. this image trays. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so we use that. That's kind of like a bad word here, mm. image trace, but I'm going to say this for everyone. I don't think image trace is that bad of a thing, Yeah, especially when you get such cool results as you have, and I don't think that you're using it as like image trace done. Like you said, you're oh, pulling yeah. elements from it, and you're just maximizing your time. For sure. And yeah. I think that's awesome. Just throwing that out for the people at the circus. <laughs> I know a lot of our teachers. It's so funny. A lot of our teachers are like, did you image traces? They can tell. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to be like, like yeah, what of it? <laughs> that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you can't really see it, but the record right there. Yeah. That's like different images kind of like combined and then. Mm-hmm. I don't know, all the different edits you can use in Illustrator kind of stuff. But a, a lot of my stuff, yeah, I obviously, like I drew the condoms. I try to make most of my work mm-hmm. my work. I yeah. loved that project, Hot and Unbothered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really fun one to work on. That was really cute. So we were talking earlier about one of your projects uh, and you sent us uh, images of what you want us to promote on our Instagram. And one of them relief. I want to hear more about that. Yeah. So this was a second quarter project for my design thinking class. And we were told to rebrand any product. And so I wanted to pick something that wasn't sexy. Like, um, actually, now that I think about it, I think she had us choose between a few very unsexy options. And it was a neti pot and (laughs) poison ivy. um cream or like a poison ivy brand so I picked the poison ivy brand Mm -hmm. and um I wish you could see it was tech new and I wish you could see the original of how it looks because it's just chaotic there's probably about like five different typefaces about just so many different things going on and I just wanted to really simplify it and make it look clean and something that looked looked like what a poison ivy cream would do, which is bring you relief and be soothing and calming and not chaotic like the bottle that they currently have. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the first projects that I did that I felt happy about it and felt like accomplished with it. And I feel like that's why I included it because I was really proud of that project. I love your solutions for that. And I can totally see your goals coming through in the packaging and I love that relief. Thank you. 
But no, that's really cool. And I love how you took something that was so crazy and made it nice and classic. I would totally want to buy that. I know. I feel like I look at it, I like want to get it, but it looks like a nice like lotion or it something. Does. But I would want to buy that for like everyday use, mm-hmm. but it's for emergencies. Well, have hopefully. you seen the poison ivy? The one that's like it actually has the kid's like face on it when he's no, I can't buy the poison I have. ivy. I'll have to show you some poison <laughs> ivy brands after yes. this interview because I mean. <laughs> they don't have a design team. Someone is just, or I'm just, I'm just saying this. Someone just must not be like heavy on design <laughs> there. They must just be like, we're just going to get straight to the point. Yeah. Someone's going to run in here. They need poison ivy cream. Yeah. They don't need fashion <laughs> or design or anything. Yeah, they just exactly. need to know that it's poison ivy cream. Yeah. No, I like the way that you did it. Thank I think you. you should show that to them. I did. I put it on my, um, on my Instagram art page and tag them in it. So I was like, what do you think? But no, no one's reached out. Oh, that Maybe is such they'll a steal my idea or something. Well, then you heard it first yeah. here. <laughs> that was her design. So be on the lookout. Yeah. We'll call them out. <laughs> um, so you've got a lot of very successful artwork on your page. I can't imagine that there haven't been any bumps in the road. So can you speak about what your biggest fuck up has been or, and what you've learned from it? I would say my biggest fuck up has been, I'm still actually in it currently, but pulling all nighters. I am so guilty of doing that, which I've definitely learned since first quarter, you know, that it's not the best solution, but, (laughs) um, I feel that it was a difficult process for me going from such an academic world from high school and college Mm -hmm. because I would cram the night before any test and I just cruised by through school that way. And creative time has become such a different concept for me because like I was saying earlier, it could take hours, weeks, days to come up with this concept. It's never going to every project is unique and different and takes a different process, creative process route. So Mm -hmm. I'm still living in that fuck up, but I'm (laughs) learning and doing better about it. Yeah. Time management is hard. Mm -hmm. I understand that. And I have, I am no better. I'm a procrastination (laughs) bitch. So (laughs) I understand that completely. I think a lot of artists are, and I wonder, like, I don't understand Someone needs to help us. And I I feel like a lot of people have offered help, but we're just like, no, no, we got this. (laughs) Well, I feel like that's what makes us creative because we have a million thoughts going through our head Mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah. And like waiting to let them out until the very last second, which. Why? Like, yeah. Why can't you? Why couldn't you have come just a little bit earlier? I mean, I worked on a project for school and I didn't figure it out till like my eighth week, which is stressful and. That is so stressful. Yeah, to not have it like all together and to just to Mm -hmm. just not have that click. Like I had my base for everything, but something's always missing. And, you know, when you have that like creative click where you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it all comes together. I know how to make this right. 
Yeah. That moment of the like least resistance and you're like, oh my gosh, smooth sailing. I know that feeling completely. It's the best feeling ever. Yeah. You are reminding me so much of Mary right now, one of our other designers, because I was in a branding class with her, I think two quarters ago. And I think it was around the same time that you're talking about. It was that seven or eighth week. And we were all like, wow, Mary, this is bold of you. But she was like, I hate this idea that I've come up with. This is not working. There's no consistency and I don't care to make it work. So she literally, I, and I admire her for this. I think she also stays up all the time. I don't think she ever sleeps. Um, but she came in next week with the amount of work that she should have been for the first project up until this point for a whole new project. And it was beautiful, which I think is hilarious because up until this point, we get feedback, right? And critique and like time to work on it and things like that. To me, at least to me, she only had to fix maybe like a few things, not very much. And like, it looked finished. And that's what I'm saying. Like back to the whole point of having passion in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. She could have finished through with that project, but it wouldn't have completed something inside of her you know it, she mm-hmm. needed to put her passion in something else and obviously yeah she can whip up that whole project within a week because she cared so much about it mm-hmm. versus the other one that took her eight weeks and she got burnt out so yeah absolutely awesome. which project was it is it on your website it is it's for my first quarter okay. it's called dissected i did a murder podcast for um Ooh. Yeah. I, well, I didn't do a podcast. We didn't actually record it, but we did all the branding for a podcast. Yeah. It was really fun. So that's cool. Basically, it was real life serial killers who have killed based off of uh, movies. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you I love horror. So. I know you do. And yeah. I like true crime too, yeah. but I, yeah, I can't listen to it too much. I get too negative, but that is yeah. so cool. So it was called Dissected and I just like all the strings weren't coming together. And ironically, my teacher at the time, Brennan, he told me that at the beginning, he was like, I've had classmates because he also went to Miami at school. I've had students that didn't pull everything through until like seventh or eighth week. Don't give up. You know, you'll figure it out. Oh, I love that. And I did. Like, it ended up all coming together and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I love that, man. We we also get <laughs> most of our teachers uh, frown on that and, and they have every right to because that is, that is pretty wacky and crazy. But I think you're right. It comes down to like your passion for it. And when, once it really clicks, it all comes together with a lot less resistance than before. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I can't wait to check that out because I think I missed that one when I was looking through your website. Probably didn't care to go back to my very first quarter because <laughs> it's like I look back on stuff no. and so many people when I first started, they were like fifth quarter or teachers who had been to the school before and they're like, I look back on my first quarter stuff and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm doing that now. (laughs) And I just didn't know I was going to be where I am now because it's hard to like see past all the frustrations of learning the programs and Mm -hmm. seeing other people who are doing it so well that you're just like, where can I get it? But yeah, yeah. it's frustrating. But I think it's also a testament to your growth. You get to this point and you're looking back on quarter one 
And you're like, oh my gosh, I really, like, I have improved because I can now look back at what I was doing and be like, oh, okay, cool idea, but here's how I can make it better mm-hmm. type deal. And you know what you need to fix, or if you don't need to fix, that's even better. But I think it's, I think it's a point of growth. That's one of the coolest things about having the portfolio set up is just like mm-hmm. being able to look back and see everything. And yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I almost wish we did that. Um, we're not required to have every single project that we've ever done on our website. Uh, right now we're working on, at least for graduation, we're working on having 10 completed works. Mm-hmm. And so that we can take that. That's like our book. So our resume, well, portfolio to take to jobs. And for um, those, y'all go back and work on old projects. Cause I mm-hmm. believe that's what our eighth quarters do. We yeah. go back and pick past projects that we worked on and really like bring them to full potential. Yeah. Okay, cool. Fully fix, you know, and and look at it as a whole and see what else can we do to make it even better. So yeah, exactly the same thing. But I do, I do kind of wish that we could look back. I can, I still have all my files as we should, but um, that's awesome that you have that on there. You can go through and have that like timeline of like, this is where I started and here's where I am. Yeah. That's so pretty cool. much for that, we just upload one project per class. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, not just like every single one? No. Okay. So I definitely, I have other projects that I don't have on there, but we have the big critique at the end of each quarter Yeah, with the panel that comes and the judges and everything. So all my stuff in my portfolio is what I presented to the critiques. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very cool. You said judges. Are these oh. teachers? Oh, yeah. I don't or Yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, not all of them are teachers, from my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Some of them, maybe they are. I don't know. A lot of them have been teachers, but some of them, I'm not sure. People from the industry or whatever that come Oh, definitely. In? Yeah, people from the industry. So. That's cool. Well, we're going to sound some people from the school are going to be like, yes, bitch, it's fucking teachers. What are you fucking talking about? But... <laughs> No, I just think that's interesting. And like, I'm sure they did this before COVID, but ever since then, I I started the stories after COVID um, or like somewhere between, but our panel is our teachers and not always like the teachers that we've had during the quarter, but like my program head and others are our panel. So that's interesting that you have other people come in from outside. Some of them may just be teachers I've never had, but Mm -hmm. I know for a fact they're all creatives because I'll like go look them up beforehand and I'm like okay you've done this and you're a part of this design company and just kind of like learn about them before Ah, that's cool so you do your research I love that sometimes (laughs) sometimes same sometimes I need to do it more but yeah whatever (laughs) so if you're stuck or unmotivated how what do you do to get unstuck I would say when I'm stuck or feeling unmotivated, that's when my classmates really help me out the most. So two of my classmates, Sophia and Katerina, we've been in all classes together since our first quarter. So they're like my ride or die, help me through like thick and thin kind Mm -hmm. of friends. And I feel like that's one of my pieces of advice too. like always ask for other others opinions and get feedback from them because you never know, like maybe you can't see something that they can see, or maybe they'll confirm for you that something's working that you weren't sure about Mm -hmm. or even give you ideas that you had no idea 
could fit into your project. Yeah. You can get very biased sitting there and staring at it for hours on end. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes I just have to walk away. Sometimes mm-hmm. just that's just the best thing you can do because you'll just drive yourself crazy trying to think of a solution that if you just take an hour away from the computer and come back, maybe you'll see it. Yeah. I love that. And I, a lot of people have had that advice on here. And I think it is, I think it works really well. But I love that too, having your leaning on your classmates and your peers. I know I do that a lot. Oh, they teach me so much. Like, (laughs) I just look up to all my peers that I work with, like all my classmates, because their work is like incredible. And I'm like, teach me how to do that. Oh, how did you do this? Just all the, I don't know, collaboration is just great. Mm -hmm. And it's helpful to be in a room full of creatives, I guess. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I love that. And you feel full. Mm-hmm. I get that feeling when I'm in a room of creatives and we're all meshing and you feel that fullness and that excitement, mm-hmm. right? Of working on a project. So if you had zero roadblocks, what would your future aspirations be? Hmm. <laughs> this one's always hard. Like this one and the dream job question for me are yeah. just very difficult because I'm a very spontaneous in the moment kind of person planning things ahead stresses me out but I (laughs) need to like I need to make a five-year plan and all that but um I guess as like a general answer I just want to be able to be disciplined enough that I could work remotely or just discipline I just want to have that discipline that I get my work done and I still get to pursue the things that I want in life, like traveling the world. And yes. Yeah. That is exciting. Yeah. I'd, I'd really love to own my own company one day, but I'm not sure like what it would be a design company mm-hmm. advertising. You could be a one-stop shop. Yeah. And you don't need to know right now. I don't, but that's awesome. I have no fucking idea. Right now, so. <laughs> uh, to be honest, who really knows? You know, I'm jealous of people <laughs> like that. Like when they're just like have their whole life planned out. I'm like, how do you know? How do you know that you're not going to change your mind in like six months? I think the trick is that they don't know and they know this, but having a plan is just security so that they can kind of autopilot. Cause Ooh, I think there yeah. are parts of your life that you need to autopilot. Um, but, you know, we're humans. We have to know, to, we have to be able to adapt to things when emergencies happen or whatnot. But I can also relate because I wish I had a plan too. I'm a little bit, I'm a lot more like you where I want to go with the flow. I don't want to have like a set uh, plan so that I'm not upset if I don't get there because I just want to be able to say yes to any amazing opportunity that comes. That is the best way to explain exactly how I feel. Thank you for like summing that up for me because yes, that's exactly how I feel. Like I, for some people that is very comforting for them to like, Mm -hmm. but for me, it almost stresses me out more because I'm like, yeah, what if this doesn't work out or which is so negative. I need to stop being negative, but same. um, It's okay. We're, we're, we'll work on it. Yeah. Um, so how would you describe your design style or artistic style or 
You can speak on whatever you'd like to speak on. <laughs> um, so I feel like I have different creative styles for my design. I feel like it kind of has two opposites. It's either bold and clean, vibrant, and I or I do have like a grungier, darker design style. Mm-hmm. And then for like my drawings and art, definitely like trippy, exotic, erotic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in some of your artwork and it's really cool. The variety that you have and it seems like you are really good with working with color. I struggle with that. Do you have any advice for people who are trying to work with color that are not just trying to use it as an accent like me <laughs> and just use it as like the main thing? That's actually so nice that you say that because I really struggle with color palettes in general. <laughs> I would have never known. <laughs> so maybe that's why I just like throw them all. I don't I don't know. I love just like bold in your face because mm-hmm. personally for me, like that's what catches my eye. Just like looking around this room. Most of the vibrant books are like the first ones that draw me in personally. Yeah. And I just love that style. I like the bold in your face. Something that you would look at and it makes you double take or mm-hmm. it's so taboo that you're like, oh, what <laughs> is like, what is this? Is this two cats smoking blunts together? You know, like, <laughs> or <laughs> is that on your website? I I did a draw. No, that wasn't for school. I did a drawing of that for my cousin. It was her birthday and she has two cats. So she's a cat mom. And it says, uh, she's not a, wait, what's the mean girls reference? She's not a, oh, I should know this. She's not a regular mom. She's a cool mom or something like that. I think yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> so I did that. I just did that for her, but that that's like so more of my art style. I like taboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that's a little like, oh, unexpected. Mm-hmm. That's the word. I need to see this image afterwards. I'll Is this on you. your art Instagram? Yes. Perfect. And you guys can find her art Instagram to check this image out. <laughs> uh, sketchy bitches art. And the correct spelling is on our Instagram. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Is there anything that shocked you about getting into the creative field that you didn't think about before? I think what shocked me most about the creative field is how it affected me personally. And I know it's had this effect on my classmates too, because we've talked about it, but now every day of my life that I go out anywhere into the world, anything I see, I think about the color choice, the typography choice. Why did they make it this size, this shape? Everything I see is now design mm-hmm. and I can't go back. And I don't think, or I know I will never go back. Like I'm always going to see this new perspective, which yeah. I thought was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but now you're breaking it down. Exactly. For what yeah. it really is. I've always loved certain styles or designs of stuff. Like I appreciated art, but I appreciate it in a whole different way now Mm -hmm. because now I can look at something and it can be the most simple design. But now from a designer's perspective, I realized that could have taken them days and hours to do. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, and I feel like a lot of people who aren't familiar with the process of designing could just be like, oh, you can make that for me in an hour, right? Or just whip that up in like 10 minutes, right? Yeah. 
And that's not the case. So now every time I appreciate design so much more now. Mm -hmm. There's so much background to it that we learned about, obviously, going through school. Do you ever look at an ad or something? uh, uh, Oh, my God. What are they called? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Billboard. Billboards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Billboard. Do you ever look at a a commercial, a billboard, any like a poster ad, anything like that? Do you ever try to walk it back and be like, all right, what was their concept for this? And then like, what was their strategy? I love that. Now, I haven't done that personally, (laughs) but I do love that now. I do think of it from like, why? I'm like, why did they pick this? So in a way, I am kind of backtracking, but... Mm -hmm. I've just learned that every single thing down to the choice of paper that you use is for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's catered specifically to that project, which is just so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Learning about the purpose. Thinking about everything has a purpose. What's your dream job after graduating? I just, I don't really have a dream job like most people do, but Kind of like what we were talking about before, I would just love to work for a design company that's just progressive and open. And I would also love to work in anything that's in the horror industry. And hopefully that doesn't sound like I'm saying the horror industry. I I can't pronounce the horror industry. One of the coolest things I think. I could do if I had no obstacles and it was just a pure dream job would be like to design and create the opening credits for American Horror Story. Like something like that would just blow my mind. That would be so cool. Granted, I have not seen that. Um, (laughs) And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I really wish Tasha was here because she would probably fangirl with you. Mm -hmm. She loves Horror Story. I remember her talking to me about it one time, one that particularly got her. But I that would be really cool. Opening credits for it. Oh, my gosh. They have these really cool like for every season they and sometimes each episode. Well, so there's an American Horror Stories and then American Horror Story. But Mm-hmm. They have these opening credits that are just the most taboo, but they still tie into the theme of the season. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, something like that, I would just love to do. That would be amazing. Yeah. And you need to, well, that'll be something you can put. Oh my gosh, that could be a project you work on. That would be an amazing project. That I'm would be so fun. Write that down. Yeah, write that down, write that down. Because, (laughs) well, every, I was, we have, every week we have a speaker come. Mm -hmm. Do y'all have that? It's called Industry Heroes for us. We called it Forum and it would be like every Friday, but yeah, we used to have that. Okay, so we have it every Wednesday and one of the speakers one time, he said, thoughts are fleeting, like write it down. And I, ever since then, anytime something comes to my mind, because I'm the most just like, all over the place. Like I'm that person who (laughs) walks to go do my dishes and then remembers, Oh, I needed to grab something out of the laundry. And then I walk to the laundry and I am like, Oh wait, I I left something in the other room. And then after like an hour, I realized I didn't do anything. And I just like (laughs) was doing laps around my house. So that's like so important for me. I have to write everything down. I have like all these lists in my notes that are Mm -hmm. like design ideas, business ideas, 
I have to write it down. So I'm right there with you. And that is hilarious that you say that. That sounds, do you yeah. feel like I'm looking in a mirror? I have ADHD. So I literally, I understand <laughs> having like a list of things to do. And then like you go through them and you're like, I didn't do any of them because I got distracted by this one. And then I got distracted by this one. And then, yeah. I've never been diagnosed, but there's some sort of ADD situation that's going on <laughs> with me because I really, that's to a T what I do. And it's the most frustrating thing. I'll just like do loops around my house and nothing gets finished mm-hmm. or little pieces of everything. Get yeah. Finished, I guess. Well, do you have any advice for people who are also struggling with that? You said writing it down helps to like remember yeah. to do things or like, because I know this is, I mean, uh, I don't know for you, maybe you experience this too, but it affects creativity in the sense that like you can't call it on demand or like call the motivation to do stuff on demand. Yeah. Do you have any advice for those of us who are struggling with the same thing? <laughs> Um, just to gather my thoughts in general, which I think this goes with like, what's my creative kind of process is I, whenever I start, I used to always do word webs, you know, how you like yeah. start with one word and then, um, from there you, it might not be exactly connected to that word, but you find different connections from that word. Mm-hmm. So now I realize that I like to just get one designated sheet of paper for each of my projects And I just fill it with, it doesn't matter if it's related, but it can be related to another word I put down. I just write down every possible word and it helps me come up with so many ideas that I wouldn't have originally come up with. And yeah, that's like a good process for me. I feel like that helps make me like collect all my thoughts Mm -hmm. because they're just like that. They're just firing off (laughs) nonstop. Like a tangle web of things, just like the word clouds or whatever you would you say word Word yeah yeah that's so fun I do those too I love them going off of that what's your creative process like it starts sounds like it starts with a word web yeah so then I kind of I move more into doing different mood boards from there the mood (laughs) boards pull out my usually pull out my color palette and my typography choices and kind of give me a direction for where I want to go with my project. Yeah. So from there, I think it really helps me to pull everything together so I can tell the story of my deck and get the point of my project across. Mm -hmm. Do you stick to that routine or do you ever deviate? Like, cause I know sometimes may or may not get like a spark of an idea at the very, like that usually you don't get until the very end. Do you start or go backwards in any way? If I'm struggling to bring everything together, it's usually going back to the mood boards. Mm -hmm. I feel like my mood boards really are the base and structure of most of my projects. So going back in and trying to like figure out, okay, what's not working here? Is it the style? Is it a type that I'm using or a color? And Mm -hmm. just like playing around with it, even if I think something's working. I still need to try to change that out and just like try something new. Yeah. And also um, trying to do polar opposites. That's like a big thing that I try to do too. Like if I'm designing something and I think I want to go with maybe like a retro vintage style, I need to do, I need to at least try a mood board or something in a completely different way because you never know what's going to actually work mm-hmm. until you put it down. 
on paper. So where do you get your creative inspiration from? A lot of my inspiration just comes from my daily life and people around me. So my best friend, she's an amazing artist, Morgan, and my classmates, I was saying before, like they all just keep me inspired and keep pushing me. So I feel Mm -hmm. like that's where I get a lot of my creative juices. Just being around other creatives is helpful. Does horror have a hand in your inspiration process? Do you ever design with that in mind? So I try to do a horror project each quarter Mm -hmm. and I feel like it shows a lot in my designs because I'm picking something like horror based, whether it's a haunted mall pop up or a serial killer podcast. Um, But a lot of my friends and peers, they know that I really enjoy that. So it's kind of expected, Mm -hmm. I guess, too. A lot of my design is pulled from that, too. Yeah. I can see it. And I can see that on your website. You've got a few of them like you were just talking about. So I can't wait to see your future. Yeah. And what unfolds for you. I'm excited too. (laughs) So this is a question I like to ask a lot of people because I'm still trying to figure it out too. I know we all are. But how do you deal with burnout? Do you have any tips and tricks? We might have alluded to it earlier. I can't remember, but. Yeah, I think it's just that whole thing of just walking away. Mm -hmm. Self-care making sure that you're taken care of first, like kind of how we were saying earlier, just pulling all nighters, things like that. It's not the best for your well-being. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I just have to walk away and realize it's okay to just take a breath. It's okay to be overwhelmed. Shit's going to happen in everyone's life and you just got to push through it and take the time for yourself and then come back to your project when you're ready. Because mm-hmm. I think working on a project when you're in this like bad space or mindset, your energy just shows like your energy, your creativity. Yeah. Gather yourself, do what you need to do, whatever <laughs> that is, whether it's going for a walk. I love to go to the dog park with my dogs because like it's like heaven. Who wouldn't be happy seeing like 50 dogs just like yes. running around and it has an open bar too, or a, it has like a full bar too. So that adds to the happiness. What? Yeah. There's called fetch. Fetch. I'm going to, I'm going to write this down. This. Um, yes and no. So my boyfriend has a dog and y'all should go to fetch. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So fetch, um, we're all going to get together every Friday, 7 PM Stop with no, our dogs. I'm, I'm at fetch. <laughs> we'll be there soon. I'm we, telling you. I wish today was to a be. Friday. We should go after yeah. this. They stay open. Like on weekends, they stay open till like 12 too. So midnight. Yeah. It's like a full, like outdoor turf. It's so it's an oasis. I'm telling you, it's like my happy place. And anyone I brought there, whether they do have a dog or don't, they're just like, this is just the happiest place in the world. You just see all these little floofs running around and I love dogs. Just so excited and happy. So speaking of animals, yes. what kind of oh. animal are you today? So I decided I was going to think about it last night. And I was like, I need to wait until today because who knows what animal I'm going to feel like today. Yes, I love that. So when I was thinking about it, I think today I feel like a sea turtle. So I kind <sighs> of feel like I'm just like going with the flow. I mean, yeah. like what's the sea turtle's name from Nemo? Crash? 
Yes. Okay. To yeah. crash. Yeah. Like that's the vibes I'm feeling today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, chill, laid back. Yeah. Relaxed, hopefully. Yes. Okay. I love that. It is an animal I never would have expected. <laughs> That is, it's not an animal I usually would have picked. I'd say mm-hmm. normally I'm in sloth mode. Okay. Sloths are probably my favorite animal. And really? that doesn't necessarily mean it's like I'm feeling lazy, but it's like, again, like a go with the flow. Like everything's cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very chill. Yeah. What animal do you feel like today? Oh. I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I make up an animal? Yeah. Or what's your favorite animal? Do you my favorite, favorite animal? I love tigers. Oh, they're pretty. I can see. And that. I love, I do love cats. So like, I can imagine just like cuddling yes. with their heads. I think that would that's be a lot answer. of fun. I don't know if that's how I feel today though. I, I, that nothing comes to mind. Maybe a bear. Just want to like hibernate. Yeah, I was thinking like panda bear earlier because it's like they're so like sweet and cuddly and cute, but it's like at the end of the day, it is still a bear. So it's like, uh huh. I can be sweet, but I'm, I can also like rip your head off. Yeah, fuck someone up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There you go. (laughs) And I love to eat, and they like to just like sit there and gnaw on their bamboo. Yeah. That's definitely a vibe. I love foodie. Yeah. Do you like take pictures and everything or you just yeah, like to but enjoy not, food? not like to post to social media just because I'm like, oh, this looks fucking <laughs> yeah. delicious. I'm going to take a picture and like save it to my million Remember camera it for later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how goofy panda bears are. They are so cute. That's really cute. I'd be a foodie too. Do you have any closing remarks for us? I do. <laughs> Please tell Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I wish Natasha could have been here too and that she gets to feeling better. And this was just such a cool experience. I've never been interviewed ever and I've never been on a podcast. <laughs> so this has been awesome. Thank you. Of course. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come talk to us. You too. Thanks for taking time out of your day. I know you're busy as well. <laughs> of course. And this will be first of many, I'm sure, podcasts of people who want to know more about you and what you do. <laughs> Hyping me up. (laughs) Speaking it into existence. Yes, manifesting. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. (laughs) We hope after listening today, you start comparing less and believing in yourself more. Trust that you're dope and share it with the world. You're going to inspire someone else who is also just getting started. They need to see it or hear it. Stay curious, my friends. Until next time. Peace.